Welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 51 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And as always, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know her from her games and culture writing over the past 15 years or her streaming that weird stuff on Twitch. She just wants to fly a damn plane with her friends. It's Candace Shane, a.k.a. Candace Likes You, a.k.a. Grandmaster Pooh Bear, a.k.a. Squeak Monkey. How is it going today? <laughs> you remembered. I'm, I'm good. She told me, "Can you? Can we get an air horn thrown in there?" I'm like, "I fucking got you." <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're podcasting with somebody who is basically the personification of an air horn. That is true. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, absolutely. We were facing much adversity to to get you on the show today. You you crashed a plane in Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator, and your computer went down with you. And so here we are. We're making the best of it. We can yeah. do it. I believe nothing will go wrong in this particular 30 minutes on planet Earth. If I just sit still and I don't move <laughs> and I don't touch anything, we should be okay. Great. Well, speaking of machines that are weird and break and are probably haunted, um, this is a show where a robot makes his video games. Um, so I'm going to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Um, I rolled this one and I thought that this one was... It weirdly matched, except for the end. So it's a duck hunt game that is a survival game, but features astrology as a core mechanic. So I'm thinking like the most dangerous game, like maybe you're the duck on an island. Yeah. You are the duck being hunted or you're the dog and you're just in the wilderness. And it's like um, it's it's some sort of survival game where it's like multi day and like maybe the duck is like a kaiju duck that you have to take down <laughs> at the end. I'm getting like big Tokyo jungle vibes from that. Candace, what 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 does your brain do with um, an astrology focused duck hunt game survival genre? Well, first off, I love survival games. Awesome. So I'm already trying to figure this one out. I feel like you are still a person. Okay. Okay. But they call you ducks. <laughs> <laughs> they are hunting the mighty ducks. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Very good. That's the 1992 cast of the Mighty Ducks. D4 Ducks disassembled. <laughs> this, 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 this is what this is going to be. That rips. I like that a lot. You said there's an astrological element to this, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. What if, hear me out, mm -hmm. it is the disembodied soul of Walt Disney. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My pitch was going to be that they, they won whatever they won in D3, and then Zachariah Zodiac saw them and thought that they would be the perfect prey for their island. <gasps> um, That's perfect. Yeah. But I, I also enjoy the ghost of Walt Disney because... <laughs> I would I would love to to kill an anti-Semitic ghost. I would love that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe Zachariah Zodiac is possessed by Walt Disney. Yeah. I like that. I don't see why we can't use both here. Exactly, right. exactly. The best the best of both worlds is <laughs> Zodiac and ghosts. And it's it actually takes place in an abandoned Walt Disney world. Post-COVID. Okay. okay. Or, or during COVID. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's closed down. You're there. Oh, shit. So it's Donald Duck. <gasps> he sets it up. Oh, okay. shit. It's, 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 okay. So you're, <laughs> oh my God. behind the curtain. 
The Mighty Ducks is a is a Disney property, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 it's cool. It's all fucking connected. Yeah, we're getting DMCA'd as we speak. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay, so in the in the COVID area where uh era when the uh parks are closed down or at least they should be, there's a power vacuum there mm-hmm. and ancient oil magnate Zachariah Zodiac <laughs> uh takes over the park and now that there are less people there, Walt <laughs> This is sort of presupposing that every time at any point in the park, Walt Disney is possessing somebody, right? Yes, yeah. And so now that Zachariah Zodiac is the only one, he's the only one that can mm-hmm. be possessed by Walt Disney. <laughs> so to satisfy his dark machinations, he brings in the Mighty Ducks from year 19. And then <laughs> yeah. we, we hunt them and Donald Duck is also there that's completely wild but it is the cast right so like yeah. they're all yes. current age okay okay like it's somebody yeah. who's maybe right. obsessed with the movie and it's just like i need the mighty ducks here so poor keenan thompson yeah oh god <laughs> he's like my career is like is like amazing now i'm on yeah. snl i'm doing great and then he just gets zorped like a <laughs> secret wars style to to disney yes. and and it's and it's like there's like an old guy possessed by another old guy with a blunderbuss there, and he's like run. And it's like all I need to look up who else was in D three. We got we got Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Okay, Emilio Estevez. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. He old man old man Emilio is gonna be there. Oh shit! Old man Emilio is my favorite Marvel property. <laughs> okay, great. Ah. <laughs> um, uh, Holy shit. I don't recognize any of these people other oh, than good news. I do. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, awesome. The, 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 all right. Now the problem is, do we want them to be the actors or the characters? Because I feel like there's something very fun to be had about Keenan showing up who hasn't rollerbladed since the nineties. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and maybe Zachariah calls him by his character's name. Yeah. He cannot differentiate between the two. Walt Disney couldn't either. Maybe there's some like weird man of Medan shit going on where like everybody is themselves, but they see each other as like the children in the fucking movie. Whoa. Okay. I guess spoilers for man of Medan, but shit. So they only see like, why the fuck am I here with just all of these preteens playing hockey when I'm like 35? I love that. So. Up until now, we've basically pitched a movie. We need to gamify <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> in some in some way. I am really into the idea of a survival game taking place in a theme park. Like, unironically, yeah. that fucking rules. Right. Um, Defunct land. Like, yeah. yeah, like maybe you uh, like your your food crafting is like, OK, well, you have to make shitty like concession stand food. You better dole whip this shit. Yeah, yeah. like from the very well preserved like garbage ingredients they have. I, I prefer dole nene. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, <laughs> the idea that you have to like fashion weapons out of like broken down roller coasters or like you maybe <gasps> since it's actually like Disneyland or whatever you get a fucking lightsaber oh, sh- or it's a toy lightsaber that you just hit them with I don't know the Epcot ball is let loose and and roams free <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so the astrology it's it's Zachariah Zodiac mm-hmm. um, yeah. so I wonder like 
the time, the time of year that you play, maybe, maybe it really is the dawning of the age of Aquarius <laughs> and you are, you're there and like, there's more rain then. And mm -hmm. so like, we have like a roll, oh, a, a animal crossing esque rolling calendar of events that mm -hmm. happen in this survival game. When you play crab army in July, motherfuckers, let's go. <laughs> Is that the name of the game, Crab Army in July? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to be dealing with goats. You're going to be dealing with bulls. You're going to be dealing with duplicitous mm -hmm. ghost twins. Love mm -hmm. that. Well, yeah, it's not the Bash Brothers. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Duplicitous ghost twins. That's their new name. You're gonna be dealing with lobsters. You're gonna be dealing with punk rock lobsters, which are scorpions. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, you're gonna be dealing with lions, ladies that are pouring water. Uh, <laughs> ladies that are pouring water. Vir vir whatever Virgo is, Libra, yeah. you will be judged for your sins. Yeah. Um, fish will rain down. Capricorn is another goat. Wait, Aries is a. A ram? I don't fucking know. Sagittarius, they're going to shoot you with a bow. It's great. This is very quickly turning into to Metal Gear 3 Snake Eater. You're right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> duck Eater. Yeah. Very quickly. D3 Duck Eater. We've got some wild mini bosses. I would also play a Metal Gear Solid game in a theme park. Honestly. Every yeah. game should just take place in a theme park. You're completely right. <laughs> so we could we could we could Metal Gear this and make it sort of like we could take this from Metal Gear Solid 3 out right. to the idea that it was kind of portraying with eating the animals mm -hmm. and dressing your wounds and mm -hmm. and picking your camouflage. But instead of just looking for the best number in a menu and choosing that, you have to be like, OK, I'm in Tomorrowland, so mm -hmm. I need to dress or I'm in the home of tomorrow. So I need to dress like a 50s housewife, but in the future or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like I need to blend in to my surroundings or you can get the costumes for the face characters and walk around and stuff like that like that fuck and so is is the idea that you're going to kill zachariah zodiac or maybe like the the other thing is because in, in survival games or in some online games mm -hmm. that are multiplayer like in dead by daylight there are multiple win cases mm -hmm. right maybe you could just like try to escape or you could actually just be like no fuck this guy we are going after him like it's kind of up to you and i like the idea of it being if we are doing incorporating like the playing at different times of year maybe this is something kind of like an arc where it's like a bunch of like different people all in like one instance and it's like a live service game where you have to play it at certain parts of the year to get certain things kind of like an animal crossing but with murder okay 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 yeah now so would that be like kind of like daisy mm, yeah yeah, yeah D totally daisy oh. <laughs> the different wind conditions so you either escape which i don't know how we're going to make that difficult because the mm -hmm. gates are like open basically right but uh, maybe there are like guards. Maybe there are like armed Mickey cannons that are out <laughs> around the perimeters. In the forest. I don't know if either one of you have played the forest. It's it's one of my favorite survival games. It's very much a wide open game, right? You land, you crash land on this island and you have the run of the entire place, but you're also sharing it with cannibals, right? That you're trying to figure out how they got there, who they are, all of this. And also what happened to everybody that you crashed on the plane with. But what you don't know is is underneath the ground, there's this huge science facility. Now, Disneyland and Disney World all have underground facilities as well. Mm. feel like we could use that. The tunnels. Yes. Yeah. This has big energy of that one episode of The Simpsons where they were in Itchy and Scratchy Land or whatever, and all the robots went insane. Like, yes. this is bringing that same... <laughs> 
kind of flavor, and I enjoy that a lot. Like, maybe you have to, like, one of the wind conditions is you go into Cinderella's castle and steal the dark crystal that houses the soul of, of Walt <laughs> Disney. It's like the Eye of Sauron, but, yeah. but with, with Walt Disney. Disney is absolutely a lich. I also feel like you could escape. You could wait out for help to get there, mm-hmm. kind of like until dawn. Mm-hmm where you had to wait to a certain hour and just see who survived at the end. You could have, you could take down the lieutenants, which would essentially be like the Zodiac signs, right? Mm, Yeah. Dude, that rules. You could take down the Zodiac sign lieutenants, which could all be dressed up in the different cast and character outfits. And at the very end of it, if you took down all the lieutenants, kind of like in Far Cry, I hate that I always bring everything back to Far Cry, (laughs) but at the very end, after you take down all the lieutenants, you have to kill, like, the big dude, and maybe Mm -hmm. that is Zachariah. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that Walt was inside of him all along. Yes. Yeah, the entire mm-hmm. thing. I love the idea of going to like the Fantasia like area and Wizard Mickey and Wizard Minnie and that's the Gemini boss. It's like very yeah. Yes. Like Ocarina of Time, like the witches on the brooms doing like <gasps> like fire God, and ice beams rules. at you and shit. But you're just Keaton Thompson on rollerblades. <laughs> Just wielding a hockey stick. Yeah. Just an old, dusty-ass hockey stick. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. And, like, you you go to the animal kingdom, and that's where, like, you fight, like, the different rams and sheep and and, and what have you. Oh, my God. I love this. This rules. (laughs) I love the idea of a survival version of a Metal Gear game where you have to be careful about where you're at. Mm -hmm. You have to find sustenance. Yeah. But there's also... 12 bosses that you have to take down or can take down. This is basically survival dead rising. Yeah. Yeah, you could have a passive run. Yeah. You yeah. know, where you just escape. You could do that. I do think we should add like an extra alternate ending. Like the true ending is where you actually before you kill or maybe after you kill Zachariah Zodiac before you kill him or after you kill him or whatever, like you have to find this certain object that is actually Walt Disney's phylactery because he is a lich okay, and mm-hmm. needs to be purged from this world. Absolutely. And that's like how you get like the quote true ending here. I like so that. So this is this is when you lich upon a star. Great. Uh, yes. Duck Hunt colon when you lich upon a star is is what this Great. this game is going to be. Yep. Six player co op and that is uh, that is the ducks die together mode. Yeah, you get in the V formation and shit. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I also love the idea of like a haunted, like sentient Epcot ball, sort of like the Traveler in Destiny. (gasps) Is the Epcot ball the Traveler? Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) You just activated my like code phrase. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So before Cam's head explodes, we need to we need to take a break. So we've we've done. uh, What did I call this game? This was when you lich upon a star. Yes. This is Duck Hunt colon. When you lich upon a star. So that's our perfect game for the first half. So we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new, never before seen game. And we are back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. Cam, hit it. All right. This time around, we have a cooking mama game. Yes. That is a beat em up, but it is also a movie tie in. Okay. (laughs) All right. What is the movie tie-in? That's, I guess, for us to figure out. I was just very sold on the idea of a cooking mama beat-em-up. What is this, like, Julia? This is like a Julia and Julia, like, gritty reboot (laughs) (laughs) beat-em-up. 
where you're Julia Child and you're fucking beating beating eggs along the way. What is that movie that had Sarah Michelle Gellar in it? I, I wonder if I'm the only one that remembers this. It was a terrible 90s movie, but it was a movie where she was magical and baked things mm. and she accidentally made baked goods that made some ding dong fall in love with her. I think I found it. I think it's called Simply Irresistible. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I Googled Sarah Michelle Geller cooking and like one of the things was like people also ask, what is Sarah Michelle Geller doing these days? <laughs> what I love is that like it has Sarah Michelle Geller in it and that weird copy pasta white dude I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Sean Patrick Flannery. Okay. Can you picture his face? No. Exactly. No. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures and he just he just looks like every white dude who kind of looks like Troy Baker. Is this what you're cooking in this game? In this beat em up, are you making the perfect man? Mm. Is is cooking mama like Frankenstein style beating up random, vaguely handsome white men and other <laughs> people that she runs into to make her, her perfect man? And and yes, this is Sarah Michelle Geller's beat em up dream boy cooking adventure. Well, see, she she what she does is she makes food that makes people fall in love and feel okay. things, which means she can also make them angry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the idea of prepping your items to go into a level, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you have to cook your emotional pies to throw <laughs> at different enemies in this beat em up streets of rage style thing where you're like throwing like rage croissants i kind of like that idea where you have like status effects it's not necessarily your you're beating up like with physical stuff though maybe you could do a little bit of that but it's mostly like how can you turn the enemies against each other make them sad so they don't want to fight you am i the only one that played galgun did either one of you play galgun i didn't i know play of it galgun. i know of it yeah, yeah in galgun you essentially have to stop these hordes of girls who think that they're in love with you. Right. From yes. Chasing the, from getting you so you have to like essentially like spray them away from you and like hose them down to like get them to back so, off. So so what you're saying is we could turn this into cooking mama beats up horny boys. Okay. <laughs> I mean obviously. But what also I'm saying is what if cuz like in the synopsis for this simply irresistible mm-hmm. movie it says, it is never explicitly explained why, but this eventful day transforms Amanda into a miraculous food magician. People who now eat her impressive new dishes start feeling exactly what she was feeling when she was making the dish. Mm. These are inspired by her emotions and created with the help of her magic crap. I don't remember the magic <laughs> <laughs> That is something I don't recall. Yeah. But so essentially, if she's feeling a certain way the food that she makes will come out with that emotion. So like, what if there's like really aggressive, happy people that are coming after you and you have to send them like sad muffins, (laughs) sad muffins, (laughs) or like they're angry. So you have to like send happy pies at them or just like Mm -hmm. hit them with different debuffs or buffs. You know, I like that. They're coming at you with, with some sort of energy and you need to bring them back to baseline yes. because they're they're they know that you have like this emotional power because you are a magic crab witch or something like that whatever you, you say. got your powers from a magic crab i don't that's just yeah. what the wikipedia says yeah, i have you no know, idea fucking whatever i love the idea <laughs> of maybe like tying those like stat wise to like the different flavor profiles like maybe this bitter food will do stuff like this or spicy or sweet or sour or something i like the idea of maybe like 
sweet stuff makes people like a little bit happier because it's like kind of like a oh this is like a yeah. super fun like exciting thing or like mm-hmm. maybe spicy like kind of irritates them a little bit but maybe they like need that like kind of jolt or whatever and so maybe you can or maybe you use the spicy one yeah okay Ooh, okay if you need it maybe not everybody you're going to be able to use this stuff on but like sure you like beat up people and they like drop ingredients or something or Mm -hmm. you get some sort of resource to where you can buy or craft your spicy essence or whatever oh i like that i like that where you get the ingredients from you placate them you like baseline their their energy with whatever you cook uh, or bake or whatever and then they drop the ingredient in respect to what emotion they had when they came at you, right? Mm. So, like, right. maybe you like you're like, oh man, I don't have any like anti sadness nutmeg or whatever. <laughs> and so now, now you have to go after the sad boys, nutmeg, um, <laughs> to get some nutmeg. <laughs> which that's why it's really good. I en- I enjoy that a lot. It's like Battle Chef meets like Streets Ooh, of Rage. Totally, yeah, yeah. This is this is Battle Chef Brigade esque, huh? Mm-hmm. There will be that like A B of like one kind of gameplay and then the other gameplay where it's yeah. you're either cooking and then you're mm-hmm. doing, then you go out and do a Streets of Rage. <laughs> I like the yes. idea of this having like an over the top style like during the combat where if you hit somebody against the wall, it's like an al dente combo or something. Ooh, you're like yeah. throwing the pasta against the wall. <laughs> yeah, like with Devil May Cry, it's. Yeah. it's it's yeah, like you, yeah. get, you get an A and it's like al dente. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. You get like a triple S or something like that, and it's just mm. like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> that me holding out that S was trying to think of anything that sounded yeah, no, that yeah. with an S. <laughs> <I can> tell. <laughs> Arms weak brain spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Who is the antagonist here? Like, what are you doing this for? Just placating people, or is there some sort of like Kirby-esque antagonist that like made mm. the pies weird and now everybody's angry? So go go get him, Sarah Michelle Geller. You mentioned there's a movie tie-in. Are we mm-hmm. going with Simply Irresistible? I think I think we must. I think I so, think, yeah. I think okay. so. All right, so then we are, we are Sarah Michelle Geller, right? Mm-hmm. That means that we have to essentially defend ourselves from all the people that are trying to steal our magic, our crab magic. Okay. How did this movie end? I guess spoilers uh, for Simply Irresistible, the movie <laughs> I promise you didn't know existed before you listened to this you, podcast. You definitely didn't. Um, I'll read the last the last uh, bit here it says once amanda overcomes her self-doubts and insecurities she reaches her full potential as a chef and the opening is a complete success because the feather was inside of her all along mm-hmm. she didn't the need f- the magic crab so feather? is um, is the antagonist shadow sarah michelle geller yes it's representative okay. of her self-doubts or it's the crab okay <laughs> I feel like we need to mm. stop leaving this magic crab out. Shadow Michelle Killer is this, is this, <laughs> is this the antagonist here? She reaches her full potential as a chef, and the opening is a complete success. The opening of her restaurant. Mm-hmm. Though Tom refuses to taste Amanda's food during the opening, he eventually admits to himself he was wrong to reject Amanda because she made him feel emotional. He finally decides to embrace his feelings for her and goes after her. At the last minute, he reaches for her his own personal magic, a paper airplane, and the two reconcile on the dance floor. I have no idea what any of this means. What? But I feel like we can rewrite that a little bit. I yeah. feel like Sarah Michelle Geller has to essentially learn her own magic her own mm-hmm. cooking magic and defeat the magic crab who is taking credit for her powers 
I love that. And that and that at the very end, the 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 win condition is that through all of these levels, she has now opened her own restaurant. She yes. runs parts of her own restaurant during every level. And at the very end, she has to defeat the magic crab to prove that she can open that restaurant. There we go. Good. She has to flip the giant enemy crab on its back to inflict massive damage. Fuck <laughs> exactly. With, yeah. her, with her pies. Yes. And then boil him. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the scream. He is the final dish. The yes. Fi- yes. The final dish. <laughs> you have to serve him at the end. Dude, this is you got served <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> Can you imagine how wild it would be at E3, like at like, uh, I don't know, like the PlayStation, the lights go down, a CG version of Sarah Michelle Gellar from the 90s and everyone was like, okay, what is happening here? Is this a Buffy game? Like what's going on? And then it's like. And then let's see Sean Patrick fucking Flanagan. <laughs> Are you ready to make fucking magical beignets, motherfucker? <laughs> The enemies that you fight are crab rangoons. Oh shit! <gasps> they're ra- they're the goons from oh, the crabs. Shit. They're the rangoons. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! <laughs> I think we've basically just written two movies this time, and then <laughs> I think this is the most anybody's thought about this movie ever. I feel like. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody is talking about this movie in 2020. I also feel like the casting director that was like trying to figure out a cast for this movie was like, "Give me some three named people." <laughs> <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is, is busy, so we can't get him. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! He's that doogie shit so we're gonna have to find who else we got so what are we gonna call this cooking mama game which is an adaptation of simply irresistible a sarah michelle geller vehicle in which she gets magical cooking emotional powers from a talking crab meets a man who also has magic from a paper airplane and we didn't make that up um <laughs> And so you're going to be throwing pies, cookies, cakes, beignets at uh, the Rangoons, the uh, minions of the crab Mm -hmm. uh, to 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 get to. I don't know where maybe you're going to get to like the French Quarter where you're going to open up your restaurant Mm -hmm. and fucking you kill Mm -hmm. you kill the giant enemy crab and it's fucking crab legs for days. What is this game going to be? Mm. Simply Irresistance. Okay, that's it. Simply yeah. irresistance followed crab. Yes, yes, it. thank you. you there it. we go. Yeah, Just taking it. a Hideo Kojima route. Just immediately go in there. Simply irresistance colon fall of crab. Love yep. that. It's <laughs> very, very, very strong. So that is our second perfect game of the episode and that's going to bring us to the end of our program for today but first we're going to go over some patch notes this is where cam goes through some listener submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for use in future episodes and remember you can submit words to us by tweeting us at at the nes pod or posting in the sgs discord the link for which is in the description cam what have we got uh this week we have installed the following to the machine uh the ip hello kitty was given to us by uh mr badbit from uh the last episode we recorded actually so that's cool (laughs) Um, we, uh, have the style of the Yakuza Cabaret minigame was submitted by at DJ underscore Stormageddon, which I'm very excited about. And also, uh, at Alex to the Andrew just gave us the twist that the game is set in space. <laughs> so, yes. uh, that brings our potential game total to 51,574,413 potential games. So Candace, thank you so much for guesting. Where can people hear slash see more of you? 
I'm on Twitter at Candace Likes You. Sometimes I'm on Twitch at Candace Loves You. <laughs> but it's probably a safer bet to hang out with me on Candace Likes You. But yeah, that's that's where eventually I'm going to relaunch my podcast and you can find out the information on Twitter. Absolutely. Cool. So people can go and follow and check mm-hmm. that out for all of all of the hot Sarah Michelle Geller memories <laughs> that you didn't know that you had. I'm going to be thinking about this movie in particular for mm-hmm. a very long time because yeah. I cannot I cannot like believe that it happened. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you'd be so inclined, we'd really appreciate a subscribe and a positive review on whatever platform you're on. And please, if you want more podcasts from Cam and I, check out at some good shows on Twitter or somegoodshows.biz. We have a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Um, and a lot of stuff already in the pipe and out of the pipe already. There's a lot of pipe <laughs> stuff happening is basically what I'm saying. Video games, Mario. I can be found at at two at a giant on Twitter. I can be found at at the Camdy man. And this has been the new entertainment system podcast. And as always, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, <laughs> whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That quote is from the talking scarf that is Troy Baker. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>